You're smart. Your TV is smart. That's why you cut the cord. But you need one more thing. Alaska's news source. Watch live or when it's convenient for you. Here's how. Just search Alaska's news source on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or Android TV. Install and enjoy. It's completely free and has everything you need in one spot. Breaking news. Statewide weather. In-depth investigations. Start streaming Alaska's news source live today. You're watching Alaska's News Source. Good evening, everyone. Accusations of reckless driving through a Costco parking lot. Tonight, that's what Juno police say they're investigating after they say a man caused a holiday weekend crash, hitting a person in several cars. Juno police updated reporter Steve Kirch this afternoon. Steve. Maria, we asked police what multiple people living in Southeast are asking. Why? Why was the accused driver being cited for reckless driving and not a more serious offense, since they say he hit a pedestrian and destroyed a car? Yes, I would say, especially in a parking lot, uh, the first that I've heard of in my career, and I've been here since 1999. A first for this Juno public safety manager, who says around 2.30 Saturday afternoon, 74-year-old Reginald W. Marvin, who's from Juno, drove the wrong way into a busy Costco parking lot. They say he hit a 42-year-old pedestrian in six cars with fours. They say he totaled one of them, in addition to Marvin totaling his own car. They've been interviewing witnesses, and they're still collecting information and conducting interviews. Sure, they, they could still be looking for camera footage that, yeah, the investigation is still very much active and pending. As the investigation continues, officers say the 42-year-old who was hit has been released from Bartlett Hospital. They say the person was thrown onto the hood of Marvin's car before landing on the ground, laying next to the other smashed cars. Now Marvin has been cited with reckless driving and failure to carry and show proof of insurance. It is a misdemeanor, mm. uh, so he wasn't just issued a citation. It's not an infraction. It's an arrestable offense. But uh, frequently, if a misdemeanor is eligible for um, release on their own recognizance, we, we do that a lot so we don't take them to jail unless we're going to ask for bail. So it's not that it's not a serious crime. It's not that it's not a serious charge. The police spokesperson says Marvin will have to go to court for the charges against him and he could also face civil penalties. The Alaska court system says the maximum punishment for a misdemeanor is up to one year in jail and or $25,000 fine. Maria? All right, thank you, Steve. And turning to weather, this is a live view over Anchorage tonight. Not too cold or too warm. Quite a nice evening locally, but the same cannot be said for many Alaskans as the storm pushes in from the west. Chief Meteorologist Melissa Fry joins us now with the very latest on those warnings in effect. Melissa. Yeah, Maria, this storm has an impressive footprint already bringing in uh, some really impressive wind speeds with it, which is going to impact much of the state here over the next 24 to 48 hours. want to show you uh, where this storm is centered. Again, down into the Aleutians, you can see that wind field, that strong area of low pressure, uh, which is prompting everything from high wind warnings to blizzard warnings, spreading from the slope all the way down into the Kaskokoim Delta, into Bristol Bay, and even now 
now pushing into South Central as well. And look at these wind gusts so far today, all the way up to 74 miles per hour out on Alaska, nearly 60 miles per hour in Cold Bay. And then see those high winds all the way up the West Coast, 56 miles per hour today in Unalakleet, 55 in Kotzebue, and up to 52 miles per hour in Ufiavik. Also seeing those winds beginning to pick up near Kodiak across South Central. Strong winds, nothing too extreme, but uh, definitely breezy in Palmer with gusts to 30 miles per hour there, 35 in Seward. And these winds are going to ramp up across South Central later tonight into early tomorrow morning. So you do want to be prepared for that. Again, those warnings along the West Coast, mainly due to the high winds that we're seeing uh, causing blowing snow and some falling snow as you head along the Cuscoquim Delta Coast and further north. We'll also see a combination of heavy snow and high winds pushing up near Thompson Pass once we get into late Wednesday and Thursday. A winter weather advisory just being issued this evening for that. Right now, calm conditions for much of South Central. Clear as you head up into the valley. It is warm along the coast. 41 in Homer, 37 in Seward. That is where we're going to see rain and breezy winds heading into tomorrow. But again, uh, right now, relatively calm here across Anchorage. Both temperatures warmer than they were over the weekend. Currently sitting at 21 degrees. We will fall to the teens overnight tonight. Seeing mostly cloudy tomorrow. We'll see increasing clouds through the day and breezy winds. Then chance Chances for light snow as we head into late tomorrow evening and into early Thursday morning. All more details on the storm as it rolls across the state in that seven-day forecast here in a few minutes. All right. Thank you, Melissa. Well, it's fair to say many of us have struggled with the snow, but one Anchorage man got a little more than he expected. Lord Maxwell is here to tell us what happened. All right. Well, Maria, Jim Corso lives in the Wonder Park neighborhood, and on Friday, he woke up to the sound of snow plows. When he looked out the window, he couldn't quite believe what they'd left behind. City crews blew snow from the street over his fence and into his yard, leaving a towering pile right in front of his house. Now, it's a big issue for Corso, who says his dog can now walk right over the fence and into the street. He called street maintenance to see what could be done, but the answer wasn't promising. I was shocked. I called the uh, city street maintenance guy, and uh, his comment to me, we have a right away 15 feet into your yard to do what we need to do, and that's what they did. Now, we called street maintenance, and this is what they told us. City plows do have a right-of-way where they can legally push snow or blow snow. And in most cases, that right-of-way extends 30 feet from the center of the road in either direction. And that means snow could end up in someone's yard, just like it did in Jim Corso's case. But his story does have a bit of a happy ending. Street maintenance returned to Corso's property this afternoon. They found that his fence was built about 10 feet into the right-of-way. So technically, it could go there, but because it was creating issues for both him and his dog, they promised to come back this evening and clean it all up. All right, thank you, Lauren. Well, in Japan today, five out of six crew members on board a Japanese Coast Guard plane were killed after being hit by a commercial jet. Hundreds of the airline passengers were safely evacuated. The moment of the collision was captured on video just after the Japan Airlines jet touched down. Fortunately, all 379 passengers and crew on that jetliner were able to escape. This video obtained by Reuters shows the harrowing moments on board the plane following the collision as the cabin began to fill with smoke. The passengers and crew were all able to use the emergency chutes to evacuate the plane. The collision is under investigation to see what went wrong. Japan is also facing a rising death toll after a powerful earthquake struck on New Year's Day. 
Authorities have confirmed that at least 62 people were killed due to the 7.6 magnitude quake that reduced hundreds of buildings to rubble and forced tens of thousands to flee the higher ground after a tsunami warning. Army personnel, firefighters, and police officers have been sent to the site of the quake. Many rail services and flights into the area have been suspended. The White House has issued a statement pledging to help Japan if needed. In Fairbanks, Alaska State Troopers say they're currently looking for several firearms that were stolen from a local business. According to AST, the owner of the guns is offering a reward of $1,000 for the return of a Bartlett 50 caliber rifle with suppressor and scope, $500 for the return of a Remington TAC-21 with a suppressor, and $500 for the Browning X-Bolt 308 win. The owner is also offering $200 each for any other stolen items on the list. If you have information, you can contact troopers at 907-451-5100. You can also text the keyword AKTIPS to 847411 to remain anonymous. Still ahead, heads up, future and current college students. The new free application for federal student aid, or FAFSA, arrived during holiday break. And there are a lot of changes you should know about. We'll break them down right after. You're watching Alaska's News Source. A trimmed down version of the free application for federal student aid, or the FAFSA, is now available online. The new form, which will determine federal aid eligibility for the 2024-25 academic year, has reduced the number of questions for students from as many as 108 to as few as 18. The Department of Education says some applicants can complete the form in less than 10 minutes now. The revamp approved by Congress in 2019 and 2020 is a response to criticism that the previous process was too complicated and it now simplifies applications in two major ways. First, a tool connected with the IRS will allow all applicants to pull appropriate tax data from their parents' most recent income tax filings with their parents' consent. Second, applicants can now skip questions that aren't relevant to them. Colleges will begin to receive applicant data in late January, setting a tight clock for institutions that typically send aid award letters in March. They will be scrambling to get those turned around so that students and families have adequate amount of time so that they can consider all of their options and make their enrollment decision. The Department of Education describes this period right now as a soft launch, and they do warn that there may be some periods of time when the form is taken offline so they can perform maintenance and updates. So factor those potential delays into an application timeline for now. And coming up after the break, we'll have the details on an incoming storm set to bring high winds and in some cases heavy snow across the state tonight and tomorrow. But first, take a look at those daylight hours for today, the 2nd of January. We're gaining another 2 minutes and 12 seconds of daylight today. That brought us up to 5 hours and 41 minutes. We'll see you after the break. Stay with us.